0: But we do want to get to a all well, person who's thrown her hat in the ring here. It's always good to see Lisa Hermosillo is with us. She is running for state representative in North Dakota's District 38. And Lisa, Lisa thanks so much for being with us here on the News and Views Radio Network. How are you doing on this Thursday morning, 1st of February already?
1: I'm doing great, and I'm loving the warm weather. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, we were talking about that earlier, how for some people it's kind of affecting the economy. If you, like, push snow or something like that, that's the bummer. But, uh, yeah, not to freeze your face off when you walk outside <laughs> is a is a pretty good thing. Um, oh, absolutely. Th- tell us why you want to get into this. Obviously, there's a lot of concerns and up and down the region. You know, I'm sitting here in Fargo at the home base of the, uh, the flagship here, the uh, News and Views Radio Network. What are some of the concerns that you have in the state of North Dakota and certainly for your district as well?
1: Absolutely. So I am running because, number one, we need change. We need a balance in the house, meaning I would bring energy, a younger generation's perspective and innovative ideas to the house. Uh, some of my main concerns right now would be addressing the crisis that families in the district, as well as at the Air Force Base, are struggling with, such as finding adequate childcare. Between the high cost and the lack of availability, uh, it's preventing many spouses from entering the workforce, which in turn is hurting the economy. Another highlighted area of focus for me has been addressing mental health. As, um, as many know and have either seen me or heard me on social media uh, speaking out a lot about prioritizing mental health. And I truly believe that if we... Uh, uh prioritize this, it can have significant positive changes to the local economy, our families, as well as our military. And so I, I do believe that um, it would be not only a voice, but someone who is going to be proactive in not just finding solutions, but being part of the solution uh, with all of the other concerns that have been brought up as well. So these are just uh, two of my main issues that I would like to have addressed.
0: It's interesting you mentioned, you know, childcare has been talked about so much. And it it seems like every other year when we go through this, we we talk so much about that, what it means to the families. You said it. I mean, there's a lot of people are looking, okay, my wage compared to what it's going to cost for daycare, I'm better off just staying at home. And we'll try to get by being a one-income family, living check to check. It is a huge issue. I don't think not only in the state of North Dakota, but throughout the region. But you are seeing it pretty heavy here, uh, certainly in the upper Midwest.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it's it's hurting, uh, you know, child care centers from even operating. And, it, it you know, they, then they have to kind of compromise on uh, what they're paying child care uh, providers. And, and they're not being paid very much as it is. And I think if we can look at increasing the pay and increasing uh, whether that's through programs that help child care providers go in and actually uh, be able to become a business owner to to create the um, increase the availability of childcare centers by taking on that role, uh, just kind of like with um, the para to teacher uh, bill that went in. Uh, same concept. If we can try and and get people the ability to run their own businesses, I think that will help a lot.
0: We're talking with Lisa Hermosillo here on the News and Views Radio mm-hmm. Network. Derek Hansen in for Joel Heikamp, running to be the state representative in District 38. And you mentioned mental health, too. And I'm sure you're seeing it in the Minot area, Air Force, Air Force Base. I'm sure you're seeing it a little bit in Grand Forks. Obviously, in Fargo, we have a lot of, uh, you know, the Air Guard and what have you. And military families, certainly it affects, But it is kind of trickling everywhere, isn't it? Absolutely.
1: It's It's. Locally, regionally, nationally, it is a it is a, a crisis that needs to be addressed. And when you think about it, uh, the more mental health issues that we have, and I think a lot of people don't really think about the link or, or see the link for what it is, it does hurt our economy. If we have people who are who are struggling so severely and are not being able to get the services and adequate care that they need. It takes them out of the workforce. It takes them away from being able to contribute in the way that I know they can. And I'm trying to uh, present to people that if we can focus on getting people help and getting them back onto track, it's going to help everybody in the long run.
0: Let's chat a little bit about uh, you know what what you will do when you get to BizMart because so much has been talked about and. That- Uh, for full disclosure, I'm a Minnesota resident right here on the border, right at the flagship home of the News and Views Radio Network here in Fargo. So obviously there's a lot of people who come back and forth or whatever. But I am curious with the state because there's so much talk about, you know, property taxes being eliminated or whatever. And there's some people who like to eliminate uh, income tax. And I talked to someone who's been involved in state government for quite a while. And he said, and and much more on the right side of the aisle, said, you know, you kind of have to have the balance of the kind of the three-legged stool thing where it's more balanced, but it's not always balanced. I mean, I know people... Yeah, our income tax is much higher in the state of Minnesota, but the property tax can be out of whack locally. What's your thought on that? Because I'm sure that's brought up quite a bit when you're knocking on doors, you know, and and people are worried about that because property tax is tough right now in North Dakota.
1: Right, and that is, as you stated, definitely something that people are talking about and, and does need to get addressed. I think we need to... Like you said, there's there's um, a benefit to balancing things out, but we also have to remember that the property taxes go to cover so much more, and I'm I'm worried that if we take that completely away, how that's going to affect the rest of the economy, how that's going to truly, what that's going to take away from what those taxes are are there to help with, Um, and so people are talking about you know there's both sides to it i know that it is high if we can find a way to whether that's reducing it or just yeah it's it's going to be a hard one to to really uh fix at this at this rate right now it's going to take time it's going to take that balance to listen to both sides and to somehow come to um and you know common ground on this
0: well i think what it is more than anything because I'm a public school guy. My mom was a public school teacher. My aunt was. I mean, we got a family of. So I, I'm all about that, and I have nothing against private schools. What have you? I think you know it's it's kind of an all above thing. But let's right. face it, local government it's going to be hard to function without property taxes. But exactly with, with, yeah. with the with the funds that North Dakota has to maybe balance that all a little bit so it doesn't all fall on the local. I mean, I think that's right. would be the idea that I would look at. I wonder if that's what you'd want to bring to the table if you get in the house.
1: Yes, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, it's it, yep. it to take it away is gonna be awfully tough for the reasons. I I get the idea that you don't want to be paying rent on the house that you already own. Essentially, is the way you feel about it. But to have those luxuries around you, I I, I shouldn't say luxuries, but maybe even essential part of what you're doing. I mean, public school that's the lifeblood of most small most small communities. Certainly around mine, not I'm sure in your district too.
1: Yes, yes, it is, and. and-
0: Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so for uh, for that, as far as that's concerned, to find that balance, because, hey, you need new schools once in a while, and that's going to come from property taxes, There's, unless the state wants to fund it at all, but it doesn't seem like they always want to do that either. To oh, always, right. to, every other year to go to Bismarck to get, you know, school funds is going to be a little tough, I think. Right. Uh, let me ask you a little bit about, uh, you know, kind of going into some of the other concerns that you have. I'm sure you would like to get elected as well to maybe balance things out just as far because right now what we have is Republicans fighting with Republicans, because as you know, there's many meetings right now that Democrats could have, and they can almost fit in, a, in a, a broom closet. But you know, that's one thing I think would help out maybe to have a little bit more of a, a, a you know, when you look at it, is that kind of what you're focusing on it too, as much as anything else to kind of, as you said before, be that new voice to maybe help balance things out a little bit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's, and this is a point that I, I make with a lot of people is that with any race, you win by distinguishing yourself and setting yourself apart from others to show that you're the best person for the job and staying genuine and sticking to your values at allowing yourself to be balanced and willing to work collectively with others. Uh, ultimately, um, I feel confident in being able to, to voice that and to show that I'm going to be someone that can work with both sides. Um, I think that really needs to happen more across the board. Too much of one thing is not very good, but to have those good debates, and that happens when you have more of a mixture in the House. And that's why I would love to see, uh, obviously, not just myself, but other Democrats uh, being able to to represent the state. I think that's really important to get a, a, you know, a number of different viewpoints. Uh, and, of course, we need to remember that the goal is to help North Dakotans and not to waste time. Uh, with, like you said, with kind of fighting amongst ourselves. <laughs>
0: well, Lisa so. Hermosillo is with us. Final question <laughs> for you. She's running. Sure. She's the Democratic NPL endorsement to the North Dakota House for representative, uh, you know, to represent District 38. When you're knocking on doors, when you're talking to people, I'm sure you're doing a lot of that right now. What are some of the biggest concerns for people? I think I'm always curious about that, kind of the uh, north central part of North Dakota where you're at.
1: Sure. So a few is n- number one, taxes. Uh, child care has been a, a, a major issue on, on both fronts with the basin and in the city, as I mentioned earlier. And then also, what is kind of at stake or, or what's going to be done to help uh, take care of our farmers? Uh, I mean, District 38 alone is, you've got a lot of the, the rural areas. And so, you know, they want to know who's going to be advocating on, on their behalf as well. And so, those have been um, some of the few. Um, uh, comments that I've had from people that I've talked to, and then um, also, um, sorry, oh, about education and, and education is a huge one. Um, about we hear about a lot of schools that are either going to be closing down or retention with with teachers. So the workforce is another that kind of leads into the workforce issue. Um, how can we get uh, the area? Um, interested or p- people interested in coming to Minot and, and staying long term. And that's through growing businesses and, and bringing more to Minot. Uh, that's another one, uh, major thing was just the declining numbers in schools and um, how can we get the economy, you know, booming a lot more than it is.
0: Well, it should be a lot of fun with this nice weather. I mean, you could already be doing parades in 50-degree weather, right? I mean, I'm sure they will have a summer and fall full of that, but uh, that's kind of what we got going on. That's part of the gig, as you know. I mean, Joel would tell you the oh, first time. He's been in a lot of parades over his life, you know, with his sister and himself, actually, <laughs> knocking on doors and looking for votes. So good luck with that. We do appreciate your time, and I'm sure we'll talk to you again down the road.
1: All right. Thank you so much for having me.
0: You bet. Thanks so much for being on with us again. Her name is Lisa Hermosillo. She is running to be the Democratic NPL endorsement for the North Dakota House Representatives for District 38.